Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. And, uh, Mike, you off. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Hey, What's hey, good, hey. everybody listening? Oh, Hope yeah. everyone had a happy holiday sorry for those that missed us last week oh yeah uh also joining us is my producer my little brother it is edgelord big news brian what's up nerds yeah yeah we're back baby uh we took a little breakity break for the holidays uh but we're back with a vengeance uh so yeah very excited to be back we got some manga to talk about uh i hope you had a good holidays without us but uh we're back uh let's get into plugs we got a big show we got everyone back you know pretty much our whole lineup is back uh save for monthlies which we're saving for next week because there's no jump next week so uh yeah let's get into it uh you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram uh josh where can they find you at jd cole underscore 37 that's on instagram and at new jump city josh on twitter follow (laughs) brian you can find me at b.esp on both instagram and twitter and if you ever want to catch me when i'm streaming you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline yeah you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram uh we we do a really good chapter of the week poll on our youtube page on our community tab so if you guys want to vote for your favorite series of the week so we can announce it on the show uh let me know on there uh follow subscribe to us so you never miss it and uh vote for your favorite series and we'll shout it out i don't know which one it is yet i'm looking into it right now but uh yeah every every week we put it up um probably like uh, a couple hours after the chapters drop officially on uh the the uh official viz website and uh yeah right now it's actually tied as we speak uh so i i don't know how it's gonna turn out we got uh two chapters that are tied together in the, in the poll so uh hopefully by the time we reach these series we'll be able to crown a winner but i did put this up a little late so that one's on me um, but yeah, usually check us out on there, uh, subscribe and stuff. So you never miss a community tab uh, poll or an upload. Uh, like and share the podcast if you can. Uh, the algorithm probably hates us now that we took a singular week off because uh, YouTube doesn't like it when humans human and enjoy their lives, uh, not posting content. So uh, help us get re-recognized by them uh, and hit that like button, comment, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy it. And uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Pandora we're on, apparently, I think. So, yeah, all that stuff. And, um, yeah, I think that's it as far as uh, plugs go. Spoiler alerts ahead. Uh, let's get this motherfucking show started. One P. This is One Piece chapter 1070, The Strongest Form of Humanity. 
we start off with a little bit of a co uh, cover page storyline that we've been following with uh, the German 66. A lot of this has to do with the past of the uh, the science organization known as MADS. Um, and we get to see them all when they were young. We see Vegapunk here. Uh, front and center with the with that thing on him and the giant head. Mm -hmm. uh, Caesar Clown is over here. We see Queen. I th I believe this is. Uh, there's I believe this is Vinsmoke Judge without the mask on. So that was interesting to see. Uh, with the spiky hair. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. Vinsmoke Judge, and I believe that woman in the back is Stussy. That would be my best guess because I think she's mentioned that you know she's been to Egghead before. She seems to have a previous relationship with Vegapunk of some sort, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Stussy was part of Mads. Uh, but yeah, we get to see them all What's in their his youth. Eyebrows? What? Why is his eyebrow so high? Because uh, he's got a big cranium. You don't understand how big craniums work? Yes, like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Poor I knew. Guy. Um. In any case, these are the uh, the most badass group of nerds you'll ever see. Um, and we cut back to uh, the action where we left off. Uh, we're two weeks behind on this. Sorry again, but uh, just to catch us up, uh, basically what happened is uh, Luffy and... and, um, and uh, damn, what's his face? Luchi. Oh, Luchi. No, actually, we missed a week. One Piece was uh, off last week, so... Actually, we technically didn't miss a chapter of One Piece. So uh, <laughs> basically what had happened was uh, Luffy and Luchi are fighting. Uh, Luffy is in his gear fifth already, you know, fighting and, and all that stuff. Uh, the CP0 is trying to regain control of the uh, Seraphims, which they can't do because Sentomaru uh, ranks above them in the hierarchy of who can command them. So as long as Sentomaru is conscious... Uh, they'll be able. They won't be able to control the Seraphims. Uh, so Luchi took it upon himself to attack Sentomaru and basically impale him, uh, seemingly taking him out of the battle. But I guess not. Uh, as we figure out in this chapter, as Luffy is uh, racing towards Sentomaru, Sentomaru is still up and active. Uh, turns out that he, uh, as Luffy is apologizing for uh, not for letting um, for like distracting him, he's like. I'm not that careless. I saw him. I just blocked it. But, you know, Luchi is also in his awakened devil fruit form. So I guess the, the amount of defense that Sentomaru put up was not sufficient uh, to, to block the full brunt. It saved his life, to be honest, probably. Defense. <laughs> like, yeah. what he did there, he, if he didn't do that, he'd probably be dead by now. So that didn't work out. Um, Luchi is like, well, I need you to go unconscious. So given your uh, superior position on the authority hierarchy. So he tries to come down, but Luffy just gives him a good old fucking kick to the face with his uh, Dawn Whip, uh, sending him flying, and Luffy is continuously spinning like Tasmanian Devil. Uh, he cannot stop this uh, and burrows his way into the ground um, because he is essentially a cartoon character now. Uh, meanwhile, the Seraphims are going crazy attacking the rest of the CP0, uh, and it's not uh, looking good for, for the CP0 at the moment. We then cut to where uh, Vegapunk is with the rest of the Straw Hats. Uh, Frankie notes uh, that uh, Jimbei Seraphim has uh, the swim-swim fruit powers, 
that I I mentioned before. I noticed it. <laughs> yeah, you did keep that. And Frankie's like, "Well, how how does he have that? Does that mean that that Senor Pink is dead?" And uh, then he call him his brother from another mother. Yeah, he mm-hmm. said his his brother from another mother. I mean, you know, they shared a, a deep backstory exchange. Uh, they had a real manly battle, hard boiled. Uh, <laughs> hard boiled. Yeah. So he asks, like, hey, if this guy has the swimsuit swim fruit powers and devil fruits can't exist at the same time, does that mean Senor Pink is dead? And uh, Vegapump's like, no, he's currently a prisoner at Impel Down. Uh, and he's like, wait, does that mean you made the same devil fruit? And apparently, uh, no, <laughs> the answer is no. The only type of devil fruit that you can recreate is apparently the Zoan devil fruits. Uh, mm. The way that he was able to transfer uh, Paramethia Devil Fruits is by u- by using something that we've heard before called the Bloodline Elements, which is a, a synth- synthesized blood, I believe, uh, assumingly used by uh, with the uh, DNA of whatever Devil Fruit user you want to copy, and you can inject them into, like, say, these Seraphims, and they'll be able to have these abilities. Uh, mm. It's why, you know, Jimbei's Seraphim has the Swim Swim fruit. We see that uh, Boa Hancock has her Love Love fruit um, powers. And, uh, you know, the the uh, Kuma one, of course, has the Paw Paw fruit, uh, mm-hmm. seeing as how he's using the Ursa Shock. Um, so ba- this, uh, uh, combined with the other things that the Seraphim already are, makes them the strongest form of humanity, according to Vegapunk. Um, so that's not looking good. Um, Lucci comes back to, uh, try to, um, to, to attack Sentomaru again. I believe Sentomaru actually sent him flying. It looks like, uh, oh no, wait, this was from Luffy's attack. Duh. Stupid me. Uh, he, he comes out of the wall that you see his imprint in the wall there. Um, and he makes his way. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He makes his way towards um, towards Sentomaru, but then a giant Luffy comes out of the ground, a giant Luffy head, and tries to bite down on Luchi. Um, they continue to fight some more. We see Luffy uh, manipulate his environment. He also like manifests these goggles out of his hair, which was pretty fucking cool. He just was like, ding! And he launched himself like a rocket um, and punched Luchi so hard that you know you see like the cartoon physics you see the fist coming out like at least a foot outside of his back uh it's pretty intense um Lucci is definitively like what the fuck am i even dealing with here uh he he can't even comprehend how to fight this thing um at that point uh we see that the boa Han- hancock uh seraphim points uh the straw hats to their escape uh escape route and uh, they gather Luffy and everybody, and they fly away uh, towards the Labo phase, um, sending them upward. And at that point, it seems that Sentomaru has, uh, I suppose, uh, either died or went out of consciousness until they say that he's dead. I will assume he's lost consciousness. <laughs> um, We're going to assume that, too. Yeah. Until they, I see a burial scene with Sentomaru, I'll assume that he is still alive and just unconscious at the moment. Um, so that means that the Seraphims are now under the control of the CP zero. Um, the straw hats reconvene with, uh, Vegapunk and, uh, oh, they are, 
yeah, the Straw Hats are like now like, oh, cool, you're going to join our ship. That's pretty cute. Um, Luffy and the others make it to the Labo phase. The other Vegapunks uh, gather around to heal Atlas. And Bonnie goes off to, I guess, uh, take down Vegapunk once and for all, get revenge for uh, Kuma and all that. And uh, yeah, the, the CP0 below, they're all ready with like four Seraphims ready to fight the Straw Hats. Uh, and on top of that, the chapter ends with the big reveal that Kizaru is now making his way towards Egghead. We've we know this information, but we seem that it seems that he's like close now. Um, and he instructs the military to send every battleship they can to Egghead so that they can capture Vegapunk or kill him or whatever they want to do. And um, that's where the chapter ends. Josh, what did you think of One Piece chapter 1070? Well, I think I dropped the ball by not trying to search up um, who Kizaru is based off of, like what, what Japanese actor he's based off of. Oh. And not printing out that image at work and bringing it for the podcast. Damn. I think I really missed out on um, an opportunity to showcase something. Well, I can I can post it. I can That'll do it in post. Cool. That'd be nice. Yeah. I, I, want, I need to know how he looks like. I want to know <laughs> if he looks as greasy and jive <laughs> as as is i think uh bizarre. in one of the volumes i remember seeing that like he put pictures of them uncom- accompanying the stro- the uh the admirals just so you could see how they look like and yeah. their uh drawings and uh, i think he got really close i know okiji's guy looks like him a lot mm. so akainu's guy looks like him chain? a lot too yeah akainu's guy looks like him I'm pretty Kizaru sure. Kizaru could be Dominican. Kizaru yeah, could be he Dominican. Could. He does look a little Dominican, honestly. <laughs> Kizaru could be Dominican. He looks like he's look he looks like he's one second away from being like Kaloka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's got those pinstripes. That's that feels Dominican to me. A pinstripe suit. Nah, mm. it would be more Dominican if yeah. he had like a polo. <laughs> that's true. A tight polo. Yeah, if you uh, had the tightest polo possible. He's got to be a top heavy guy. He's just like a barrel chested with a very tight polo on. Uh, <laughs> with a hookah on him at all times. At all times. At all times. That's his devil fruit power. Yeah, the hookah hookah fruit. Uh, but Josh, go on with your thoughts. <laughs> Oh, actual real thoughts? No, yeah, um, the, your genuine, your genuine thoughts. I think it's a really big deal that they're the straw hats are gonna have to face off against um, the surfins. I mean, forget Kizaru in the army. And kids look like uh, <laughs> they look uh, like they'd beat the whole straw hat crew. <laughs> Just being honest with you, that's how I look at it. I don't know how y'all feel. Um, but now nah, you're talking about a whole crew, like a whole, like bring the warship. So is Luffy's fleet going to make an appearance soon? That's what they I had could. been thinking about. I don't know. He'd have to call them somehow. They'd have to know he's in trouble and know where he is yeah. exactly. But they do yeah, have his Vibra exactly. card, so they could find him. I don't know. I feel like um, Bartolomeo is occupied right now. They're not going to go after yeah, Bartolomeo, he... though. Shanks is going to be a good time, time to get um, the fucking giants in. Because they're about to have probably patience, go to Elbath. Brian. Have 
I think what's I think uh, it's more likely that Kuma comes in and 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 provides the save. Oh, by himself, that would be so tough. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Um. Also, when Luffy was fighting against uh, Mister Jaguar, um, I kind of realized that he. He's not in full control, like when he fights. And I don't know if that's just gonna always be a feature of his power, or if it's gonna be a matter of heh, time to get serious and not play around, or if just who maybe he has to develop the strength, Luffy, with his cartoonish abilities. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he. Um, that's why I was always curious about like how much awareness Luffy has of over this ability and like the mechanics of it because he seems to be able to control it pretty well. Like he was able to manifest the goggles without thinking about it. Really. Um, this whole thing is all based on like what Luffy can imagine. And that's not all too different from how Luffy already fights. It's just maximizing on that skill set. But I feel like if he could conjure goggles, he can destroy the universe. <laughs> That that is the very next step. First, you conjure goggles, and then you destroy the universe. A lot of people were big fans of that panel because that was one of the panels that Oda leaked himself for that yeah, chapter. That's funny. It's, it's leaked. A, it's a funny little. Yeah, it's a funny little panel. I'm disappointed. I do love that. Like Oda seems to be having fun, like drawing Luffy in this form. It does, yeah, yo. Like, you know what? That thought crossed my mind real quick. I was gonna say that when I was thinking about when he was fighting against uh, Luchi the Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like saying Jaguar. The Jag- Jaguar. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> when he um when he's fighting him, I was thinking like, wow. So this is it. This is Luke. This is gonna be Luffy fighting. Like I feel like he 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 realized like how much stronger can I make Luffy? Can he just hit harder, stretches in more ways? What's the next step? So this just makes a lot of sense and yeah. i feel like he's like ah, i could just do whatever with this and and see what else like there's a, it's very open-ended mm-hmm. it's not on that clear linear path of gear five i mean you know like how the gears were taken which i didn't have a problem with yeah but i could see how it could have gotten tacky if instead of this luffy just got up against kaido and just the I don't know, stretch his hand all <laughs> across the world and hit him. Yeah. Actually, that would have been cool. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm going get some easy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I, I like, I, I'm digging this new fighting form. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, were those all your thoughts? Those are all my thoughts, Brian. Brian I know you have a lot of things to say. Um. So... There's quite a lot to unpack when it comes to Vegapunk's description of cloning devil fruits and especially the paramecia part. Uh, primarily because this gives some insight onto how Blackbeard probably takes quirk. I mean, takes uh, devil fruits. The bloodline. He does always have to stab someone, right? From what we've that seen. Knife. He and most of the powers that he gets are 90% Paramecia. We don't know, we haven't seen a single Logia or Zoan type on his on his crew. Luigi, well, Katarina is a Logia, uh, it's not Logia, uh, she's a Zoan, but she's a mythical Zoan. So I don't know if she had that power already or 
she stole it. I believe she just already had that power, but she has like the nine tail fox power. Um, I I believe the horse. I believe um. Oh, he's a yeah, stronger. he's Pegasus. Yeah, stronger is a pe- Pegasus. But that's about it. But those could as... could possibly have been acquired. But... Yeah, I think those were acquired probably. But I wonder when it comes to stealing uh devil fruits it seems like he does have he does typically go for paramecia and it seems like when he seeks devil fruits they're mostly paramecia yeah i mean he's only got two i mean his other crew members have more than two uh yeah and he killed they um, all have paramecias you know ogre has one uh jesus burgess has a paramecia so he he loves his paramecia so yeah. there there has to be a, like that does explain because it seems like that's the easiest one to take out of all of the three mm-hmm. out, out of the, the three because that one just requires like I don't know a special technique yeah the others have like like the other one can't be done Logia at least for now and um and Zoans have to be made in a lab they can't just be done yeah. on the fly. Yeah. So him being able to and Blackbeard and Whitebeard's Devil Fruit was also a Paramecia, so yep. there's that as well, which makes sense. So I'm just curious what comes from this and how exactly Blackbeard learned about this process. If it if he did if this is how he does it. Um mm-hmm. but aside from that um i'm really curious to see what uh ass hawks um devil fruit is uh that's uh hawkeye's um seraphim yeah i'm really curious to see what his is a lot of people are speculating that he has daz bones cut cut fruit the the um dice dice fruit the dice dice fruit a lot of people think that's what it is that's that it's um uh, you know mr Mr. two oh it's mr one mr one's fruit the uh sword guy who fought Zoro and asked Alabaster. Well, that guy with the short hair. <laughs> he was an impel down. That wasn't, that was still a long time ago. That was still a long time You don't remember the black guy with the that short like hair and the knives ago. for fingers? I think I've seen it in a clip recently. Let me, let me pull up a picture. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, were those all your thoughts, Brian? Um, yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right, here's Daz Bones. Remember him? Shit, it's not really... <laughs> it's not really... Oh, let me find a better picture. <laughs> well, damn. Anyway. Uh, All right, remember him? Remember him? You don't remember <laughs> him? How do you not remember Absolutely him? Absolutely not. Josh. <laughs> he, he was our main antagonist. He was the second strongest guy. I'm not denying that. I'm not like I'm, everything you're saying. I, I'm taking your word for it. You got to believe me. Okay. Man, someone needs to reread One Piece. It's about that time, dude. Daz bones. It'll be worth your if it'll be worth your while. Anyway. Pow pow. Pow pow. Um 
yeah, I really enjoyed this chapter. Um, I, uh, I believe this is my really good chapter of the week. Uh, I don't know if anybody uh, agrees or not, but it's between this and another one, but I feel in my heart that this might be it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Just really the learning a little bit more gradually about, you know, how the devil fruits work is always uh, a plus for me. And I just love to see Luffy fight in this in this form. It's, it's always just so fascinating. Yeah. I do love that even his enemies get like a piece of that, like physics changing stuff applied to them whenever they get hit. Like um, like Luffy, like Luchi getting like his like his fucking guts pulled out to be behind him and stuff. And I, I just keep flashing back to that point where Kaido got a hole punched through his face. But was fine, but just for like the cartoony effect, it was like his whole like Luffy's fist went through the face. Um, I am enjoying these little things, these little creative um, moments. Uh, I love the goggles thing; very cool. Uh, I I'm so excited to see Gear Five animated. Uh, I I just wanted to see it in motion, you know, especially like how with the uh, animation has just like improved in the Wano arc. And they're getting closer and closer every week. Uh, I'm very excited to see how how uh, it's interpreted in that sense, uh, because I feel like this is probably best enjoyed, you know, in animation. Uh, the Gear Five design is something I was like, this is a this is a good design as you know up up top. But I've gotten more and more used to it, and I'm like, this is actually a pretty cool design. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty much here for it. Uh, I feel like it took me a little a little bit to get used to, but I am uh, I am enjoying it, and I'm also excited to see how Luffy advances with it, because he seems to be doing this all on the fly, and um, I'm sure that there'll be somewhere down the line where he has to like really understand what he's capable of in this form. Um, so, looking forward to that. But I don't have many other thoughts. This is a great chapter. Um, I don't know if you guys have any rebuttals or anything. Um... Actually, I'll give this RGC as well. Upon thinking RGC about it, certified RGC. Okay, thinking about it. Certified RGC. Thinking about it, this was a really, really good setup chapter. Like this set up the arc and like the the things they're gonna go against very well. Um, they kind of showcased what the Seraphim could do. They showcased what CP0 can do. And then on top of that, they're going to toss in Kizaru and whichever reinforcements he's going to have as well. So this is really like, this is legitimately the Straw Hat's first test as Admiral, uh, not as Admirals, as a um, Yonko, you know, yeah. like as a, as a Yonko crew. This is the kind of shit that Yonko have to deal with. <laughs> This That's is true. the level that they that they face and they have to overcome um like on a regular basis. If they don't earn respect here, then they're going to be walked over by like every marine person is going to challenge them all the time if they don't come out of this on top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, this arc is setting up some pretty pretty good shit. Yeah. Mind you, Zoro still isn't a, a factor yet. So there's that uh, yeah. alone. Zoro is a huge like part of the Straw Hat's power uh 
powerhouse. So once he gets involved, I'm pretty sure this whole situation sways in the favor of the Straw Hats. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm really excited to see what happens here. Hell yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, I believe we're good to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia chapter 376 on Knife's Edge. Um, last we left off, uh, the Twice Army has broken through. We also didn't get a chapter of this of My Hero Academia last week. Um, but the Twice Army made by Toga has broken through and she is making a fucking tsunami of clones. Um and at that point, that's also when Uraraka and uh, Suyu come through the portal as well, following after her. Um, they see all that, uh, all the chaos that is going beneath them. Um, at that point, that's when um, that's when uh, Earphone Jack and Sukuyomi come through, and uh, you know they fill her in on the situation basically. Um, so and the, like they let him know that Dobby is also back into the battle. Um, he is currently floating over Endeavor, who is himself fighting a bunch of Twice clones. Uh, he Endeavor notices that he has the phosphor uh, attack happening uh, all over him, and he's like, "What did you do?" He's like, "I was hoping to bring t- uh, uh, Shoto dead, but now my grand—I know my grand dream will never come true. But at the very least, I'll take as much as I can." Um, so I guess he's going to do some crazy, like explosion thing, <laughs> take out as many people as he can with him. Um, meanwhile, in the background, you see all for one Eisening, just like, <laughs> it's all going according to my plan. Uh, these cascading events that, uh, these cascading chain of events, they're all working in my favor. And now all that's <laughs> left, <laughs> now all, not. Nothing matters. Not all I'll have to ride this wave of chaos and get myself to Tomura. And he starts flying away. Uh, he gets uh, intercepted by Hawks. And he's like, oh, Hawks, you should go fight with uh, Bubai Gorara. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's like, we know that the rewind effects put you in a timer. So, you know, why don't you have faith in Shigaraki in that perfect body of yours? And he's like, hmm. Well, in the truest sense, that body is not complete yet. There's a reason why this version of me is still essential. Um, and uh, Hawk, Hawks turns over. I almost called him Hawkeye. Hawks turns over to uh, Endeavor and is like, Endeavor, divided, conquer is a bust. Our allies can't battle in this nasty heat. And if we fall here, the villains are going to come converge on Deku and Tomura. Put a stop to Toya. No. Yeah, and... Um, Awful one is like, <laughs> such a cruel command for that one-armed half-conscious fellow. Um, so, yeah, he's like, as you so nicely put it, defeat me, defeating me post-haste is his mission, and yet you tell him to abandon his duty. He's like, well, that's enough bullcrap out of you. You already lost to our number one. And uh, that's when we see that uh, Dobby starts blasting towards Endeavor, and uh, Endeavor says, "Duty this time, this time around, I'm really seeing you." And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, very short chapter, only twelve pages, um, but uh, a lot seems to have happened. A little bit, we got a little bit of events going, 
moving forward. Uh, Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 376? Well, it was a very short chapter. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, it, I think it was cool to get the confirmation that that was indeed Toya. Like, it's not like Bubakawaira. Probably said that wrong. It's back. It's definitely <laughs> I don't know his name. Toga. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name either. It's Bubai Gawara. Yeah, it's, it's just like Buba that. Guy or... You got it, Josh. It's Bubai Gawara. Bubai. Bubai Gawara. Bubai. Yeah, Bubai Gawara. Yeah. Hey, you got it. Bubai Gawara. You can't say okay, it real, um, Say that five times so real fast. Cool. No, I can't. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess it was a nice little confirmation. I I think I think um you know what this chapter made me think about actually mm. that um we might actually see some of the other students get some cool fights at some point. It might happen. It might happen. I'm not saying I'm getting my hopes up, but maybe there's more time. Maybe there's a lot more time than I thought. Maybe this is supposed to be the longest war arc in Shonen like, history. manga history. <laughs> yeah, you know, like one of those. Yeah, that would have to be the I would say literature, the, but I'm sure they have like literature. You know, that would have to beat Naruto, wouldn't it? Uh yeah. Naruto's Great Ninja this, War was like the last third. Naruto's. No, like the Ninja War the Great Ninja War was like the last third of the series. So Jeez. Yeah. That that last arc was really long. Okay. When did this one start? Let me see. Fifty six. Wow. So over 20 chapters so far. There's a couple volumes. Yeah, it's been going on for quite some time. I think Dobby looked really cool in this chapter. Okay, so it's at least 60 chapters. Not 60. What am I thinking? Um, it's at least like 40 chapters, this, this war arc so far. But anyway... What, what did you have any other thoughts? Yeah, um, I think I think Hawks had one of the coolest lines I've heard in My Hero Academia in a while, saying "You already lost once to our number one." Mm -hmm. Like you talking all that shit, but you actually lost, and yeah. this is round two. <laughs> and they can say he's splitting hairs. <laughs> yeah, is. he didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like that, but he he is splitting hairs. But but you know it is true. Yeah, there's technicality, but it's true. Yeah. Oh, nigga. Hold that. <laughs> Hold that. Okay. Uh, Brian, what did you, what'd you think about uh, this incredibly brief chapter of your favorite series? I actually like this one a lot. Mm. Uh, a lot, a lot. Yeah, mainly because it brought me back to my favorite story plot, which is the, the Todoroki's. <laughs> I fucking love the Todoroki storyline so much. And um, this chapter actually saved a lot of face for Hawks, in my opinion, for me. Um, Do you wish that was your family dynamic? <laughs> what? Would no, you wish what? That? <laughs> you, what? Why the fuck would I wish that for my family, bro? You love it. It's so dark. It's a fucking interesting storyline, bro. I don't want domestic abuse in my household. You don't want to be pushed to be the very best? That no one ever was. It was never that clear. To catch them is my 
but yeah actually i think this chapter was fun um we did start off with the fucking stupid ass toga shit again but you know hopefully they're getting past that <laughs> they won't <laughs> hopefully at least hopefully when he comes back to it it will be not ass <laughs> and i'm just glad that we're getting back to the the toya shit i i love that storyline very much yeah mm. so i'm i'm very interested to see maybe love is a strong word maybe like like it like it's interesting <laughs> maybe i don't love a storyline about domestic abuse but i think it's a very interesting thing yeah bro b.esp almost got banned ban cancel um are those are all your thoughts brian yeah not not much else i I, i'm really excited to see what endeavor does i fucking love the way endeavor is drawn i love the way his character is written it's just everything involving endeavor is really fucking good and it's kind of carrying the series a little bit Uh, yeah i mean i'll agree with that i feel like endeavor is hard carrying this series for a while um i yeah i don't have much to say about this chapter because it's literally 12 pages but we can play a game instead what game the game of who's going to die first um endeavor might die first yeah maybe endeavor i'm going with hawks it's you time Hawks going to die it's time i feel like hawks is too obvious yeah am, am i going for the low-hanging fruit what if they die yeah, simultaneously be... huh what if they die simultaneously That'd be sad. That'd be, be sad. poetic. Yeah. Would it? Mm, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah, it could be Endeavor. I mean, he's probably going to... Well, I don't know. I feel like Endeavor's going to end up with this without his powers at all. Izo was next. I feel like he'll survive, but he won't have his abilities anymore. Somehow. somehow. Right. He's going to be like permanently neutered yeah like and maybe he'll lose all his limbs and just be a jelly bean <laughs> um with that head <laughs> right and then yeah. um no i actually do think that aizawa is gonna die next oh it could be aizawa yeah Aizawa's was taking some punishment over the course of the series he or all might. it could be all might too it could be all might oh my god where's he been not he's around. been in his little safe house chilling? knowing all might he's not gonna stay there he's gonna show up to yeah. the battlefield. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, he's he has to end up at the battlefield somehow, somewhere. I actually don't want to see him die. I think him and and uh, I think him and one for all are gonna die at the same time. In that a terrible way. That would be poetic. Nope. It's a pa- a complete passing of the torch. Well, good thing art is subjective. They're both dying. <laughs> They're both dying. <laughs> That's true. Are they subjective? They, they are. <laughs> they're both dying. They're both their boys are getting to the point where they're going to pick up the baton. They're. I think they're both going to die in this arc, at the same time. I mean, so yeah, like I would be surprised. As like maximum symbolism. I, <laughs> maximum sin. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would be surprised if uh, <laughs> if all my. I would be surprised if All Might did not die by the end of the series. Um, unless that's the ultimate show of uh, Midoriya being a hero is that he somehow also saves All Might. Um, I don't think so. But yeah. I Night Eye ain't wrong, my guy. Night Eye is never I'm wrong. I'm just throwing, I'm spitballing here. I'm just throwing out possibilities. I, unless, um, 
it would be funny if the one time Night Eye is wrong is because of Deku, though. That would be. <laughs> I think that's what they they would build up to. I think that would make sense because the whole point of uh, the overhaul arc is uh, is Midoriya showing him that the future is not set in stone and things can change. Um, but yeah, it's possible. Uh, I think he died though too. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't if he if he didn't die. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have all that much to say about it. Um, I feel like this is a lot of buildup still, and, uh, it's too short. <laughs> I, I know that he's like, he's got a lot of stuff to draw. He's got to draw all these twices. And I bet these twices take forever to draw. Um, but yeah, this is not, I feel like, uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It just felt like there wasn't a whole lot here. I'm excited to see what happens next though, because I guess we're going to finally bookend the the endeavor stuff uh he's got to i guess he's got to stick the landing on that mm. but i've got uh no, nothing else uh nothing else here um you guys have any rebuttals anything else last words nope nope yeah right. well let's move on jujutsu kaisen this is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 208, Stars and Oil. Do you want to do this one, Josh, or should I take it? Oh, you take it this week, please. Hell yeah. It's been a while since I covered uh, a Jujutsu Kaisen. This one is one of the ones we did miss because we didn't do a show last week. Um, this is Jujutsu Kaisen 208, uh, Stars and Oil. Last we left off, um, there was uh, the battle between Choso, uh, Sukumo, uh, and uh, Kenjaku continued. Um, and it ended up with... Uh, Sukumo ending up as a donut. Uh, she got donutted by uh, Kenjaku. Um, so that didn't work out. So, uh, Choso's on the floor like, Sukumo! And um, we get a flashback to, I guess, like at some point, uh, Sukumo and Choso were at a bar that was being bartended by Tengen. And I don't know how, why... But this is the situation they're in. Um, and they're kind of talking about how, um, you know, Sukumo is like, are you sure you want to do this? I mean, if you die, then you're like necessary for Yuji Itadori's future, right? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you're risking yourself for his future. Don't you want to be there for him? And um, he's like, and uh, Choso answered that question with another question. He's just like, am I even human? Uh, when he says, when my younger brothers took flesh, I realized that humans cannot accept their deformed appearance. So I chose to live as a curse. That's why I killed so mm. many in Shibuya, not just humans. Uh, I was the one who killed Echizu, Kechizu and Eso. And he's like, because I, if I had chosen to live as a human, it would not have come to a bat. Um, so he's like, why did I choose the easy path? You know, he starts crying. He's like, I didn't want to see the two of them suffer as human beings, but they weren't weak. And then uh, Yuji, who was suffering as a human, showed up. And the four of us were fated to fight together. And you get a big panel page of, I guess, Choso's dream come true of all four uh, brothers just fighting together in harmony. Um, mm. But he said, but I took it easy and left Yuji all alone. Um, and, he sa- and Sukumo responds, is like, if you die, then he'll be all alone again. And he's like... You're too kind, but it's no use. I killed humans for no reason. 
I can no longer live alongside him. This is the only way to use my life. And um, he starts to, um, I guess, try conjure to, up a destructo disc. Yeah, to try to take out um, uh, Kenjaku. But then that's when uh, Sukumo looks at him and is like, Choso, this is where you died as a curse. And then the floor starts to give out beneath Choso. And he t- she tells him that now he must live as a human. Um, and at that very moment, that's when Kenjaku straight up splits uh, Yuki Tsukumo in half. And uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I saw it took me a minute to register what happened. I thought he just slammed yeah. him to the ground. But then I saw that she's like split her completely in two. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's not fun. Um, so, uh, he looks over and, uh, then, uh, Ghetto all of a sudden sees Tengen there and, uh, he's like, and then he starts laughing and then Tengen's like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, just look at you. Is this what you wanted? You look just like, and then we get a quick, uh, panel of Sukuna. Um, and he's like, you want to know what I can do? Um, and that's when a, a hand grabs uh, Kenjaku's leg, and he's like, "I need, just needed to distract you." And uh, that's when uh, Yuki activates her technique again, and uh, she says that Star Rage's alterations and mass don't affect her, but only up to a certain density. So, I guess like that that brokenness of her ability only lasts up to a certain amount of mass, and then it really actually starts to affect her and make her heavier. Um, so basically she makes herself into the density of a fucking black hole and, uh, just crushes Um, everything around them, um, in a big, uh, in a big suicide attack. Uh, unfortunately for them, (laughs) Kenjaku survives it and Tengen is just standing there like, how did you survive? And, uh, he says, curse technique reversal. He's like, no. The gravity now was cursed, uh, until now was curse technique res- reversal. The curse technique anti-gravity system was engraved in Kaori Itadori. So I think what he's saying there is that Itadori's mom's curse technique is the one he used to get out of this fucking thing. And um, basically, uh, she's like, I w- through laps, I was able to avoid the restrictions and uh, and it was a gamble that I used to like using my own body as a domain. Uh, and he's like, it could have blown up the whole world, but your barrier and her will suppressed it. So, you know, they were basically holding back. They did all this shit, but, you know, they still weren't using the full power. So it's not to destroy yeah. the entire world. Um, of course, because a black hole would destroy our entire galaxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and he's like, well, that was a fun warm up. And then all of a sudden he starts to fade away. Uh, Tengen does as, uh, as Kenjaku says, you have atoned for your tedious existence. And we see that, uh, Kenjaku is fetal positioned up inside of the big old tree thing. He says, goodbye. Friend of the tree. This looks very graphic. Yeah. Uh, that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 208? What I thought is this was my DC. Ooh. 
Man, such a fiend. This was my yeah. runner-up, so you know it was this close. Yeah, this was my runner-up as well. Oh, was it, guys? Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Almost doesn't count. I know. I'm glad you thought I'd have to say. Was it the audience RGC? Uh, actually, I think it tied. Yeah, it is tied with another series. Oh, there's no movement yet. No movement. I I think there's not gonna be. But what's it tied with? I can't tell you yet until we get to the okay. series. Okay. Okay. Probably Hunter X Hunter, but whatever. Um. So this, first of all, R.I.P. Um, I think it's. I think, I think Suki's dead. Oh yeah, I mean, I would be shocked if he, she wasn't. There was a few. All right, I don't have to, a whole bunch of thoughts other than wow, amazing chapter. This shit was crazy and dramatic, and oh my god, Kyoso's still alive, but she pulled up and died already. And look, he says die already as a human. Yeah. Does that mean she's gonna come back as a curse? Uh, probably. Maybe. Maybe. Um, there's also this line that chose. I had. I have a lot of questions actually, and maybe you guys can help me out with them. I'll try. I didn't really understand this conversation that Choso was having. Like he was like at at all points, you know. He was even though it was Marjorie because I know there was something to be said here. Anyway, and I really like the outcome, but um. He's saying, am I even human? And it's like, no, he's not. He's, he's a cursed spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And he, right. So he said, I chose to live as a curse. I guess he means like, instead of just not killing people, he decided to do it even because he is a curse. Like him, like him being an actual cursed spirit is like aside the point. He's saying that I, I decided to act as if I was like this monster. Therefore, he's saying that he took the easy way out doing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he was trying to explain. And then, excuse me. He says, I didn't want to see the two of them suffer as human beings. I guess he means like to just live out as wicked, wicked cursed spirits instead of just trying to acclimate to society because they look crazy especially the small one mm-hmm. maybe he looks like a munchkin maybe I'm hungry <laughs> uh, and he says Yuji showed up when we were fated to fight together but didn't the two brothers get smoked before um, Choso even pulled up yeah do I remember if there's something I need to reread again it's Jujutsu Kaisen I'm in the middle of rereading Jujutsu Kaisen so I'm, I haven't gotten to Shibuya yet but, the anime's taking too long, man. Yeah, it'll be a while. He says, "I but I took it easy and left Yuji all alone. I'm sure that's not really what happened. They decided to split up. Like, it was part of the, whatever. Um, I guess it seemed like I got everything right. So I'm not that confused. But still, it's just all this talk about, um, like, this is where he dies, a curse, so he must... So this is all figure of speech like to be a better person moving forward like you've atoned yeah now go yeah um man she can create a black hole i'm pretty sure there's no one stronger than her obviously she 
she dies in the She's process. Dead now. But like, who you know, there are some people that can deal with something like that. Hey, Kenjaku like, made it out. Technically, Itadori's mom would be able to do that. There are implications here. Kenjaku could survive a black hole. That's that's a godly level durability. That's Thor durability <laughs> right there. If he got hit with the Mjolnir, he'd probably just be like, hey, that actually hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's that's the yeah. level Kenjaku's at. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, he mentions that he got lucky though, because he was like, he was his gravity attack was really just a curse technique reversal, but this uh this anti gravity system is a curse technique from his previous uh vessel, which was Itadori's mom. So I think he was he basically used Itadori's mom tech mom's technique to which is anti gravity in order to stop this. That's what I've gathered from this. I'd like to think that that's where I got from it, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I can't believe he was Kenjaku was Yuji's mom. Yeah, I can't believe. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So weird. Very weird. Did he ever love Yuji? Does she ever love? What is Ken? Yeah. All right. I don't want to think about this anymore. Brian, what do you think about this chapter? Um, I wonder if Yuki is actually dead. And I wonder what the fuck happened with Tengen at the end there. Is he dead? No. No? He's not? not yet. He's just sleeping? So Yuki um is, she's in, if she's not dead, she's in the center of a black hole. Uh-huh. So she, it's another, is... it's another Gojo situation. No, I think it's a dead situation. I yeah, I think she's dead. She's been compressed to the point of le- I, I can't even explain it. This was a I, this was a sacrifice dead, dead, play dead. for sure. You didn't play the do 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 do. Uh yeah. Because you're not sure. He has too much respect for. Her. I was waiting oh. to gauge my thoughts so I don't interrupt your thoughts, but. Um, I'll do it. <laughs> I love that sound. But uh, yeah. What else, What were your thoughts, Brian? Um, I'm just. This was a really good chapter because there were so many things to kind of talk about in reference to it. Uh, mainly I really liked um the whole thing about Choso. I think it was pretty cool to have Choso have that little bit of character development, kind of have like a second chance at life um, kind of moment. And the whole thing, the weird connection between Tengen and um, Sukuna was really interesting because I wonder what it was about those two that were similar to him. Because I don't think Sukuna has the immortality thing that um that Tengen has, right? I think he was uh, referring to maybe they look similar because Sukuna had multiple eyes and he had kind of like a non-human look to him. Yeah. Um, Is that really the only thing? That's yes, my guess because yeah, that's that's the only guess because he said that he looks like him. 
which I don't know about that, but I guess like he means like you don't look like a human being anymore. <laughs> you know, just like just like Sukuna did. Um Damn, but yeah, Tengen I'm, was holding I'm, it down. So Ten so Tengen is dead, right? Is that what what's happening I, at the I end think there? So? He's so not dead. Was... This is him resting. The before was his holographic projection. Mm. Can I get a reminder on what exactly like Ghetto came here to do? I guess Kill, to get rid of Tengen. Destroy the barrier. Yeah. Yeah, but what does destroying the barrier do? Allows cursed spirits to go all around the world. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so shit. he can make a big old so... and so he can merge them with people to see what happens. Just by he's we can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Man. He survived the black so, hole for his dreams. What are you doing? So he <laughs> <laughs> So he accomplished his dreams. He got the te- the barrier down. What does this imply for the rest of the series? Does this mean our people are gonna leave Japan at some point? No, I guess then you you want that to happen, Brian, because it didn't happen in in another series it's okay no i think okay. what's uh what's bound to happen is you know we're going to go back to the culling game and uh kenjaku is going to also enter the culling oh game and... i just thought of what this could imply could it imply kenjaku that... could that... could arm the u.s special forces with curse technique he could yeah or with with curses well the whole point of that is that he wanted he doesn't really want them to have curse technique he doesn't want like people who don't have it to have it he wants to get rid of them what he's using the u.s government for is i guess to like as vessels for curse spirits i guess because he does want to unleash curse spirits onto regular folks and see what happens um something about merging with them and creating this big giant monster i don't know what he wants because i don't think kenjaku knows what he wants really Kenjaku's just like, I just want to try shit. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> what if I do this and this and I merge them together? Um, But yeah, those are all my thoughts. Just a lot of questions, but I still enjoyed the chapter a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I also very much enjoyed the chapter, obviously. My second place by a small margin. Uh, Yeah, I imagine Yuki Tsukumo's dead. Um, I imagine Tengen's also dead because uh, I think we're hurtling towards the end game of Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen, actually. Um, as more and more interviews come out, or Gege Akutami is like, I, maybe it'll wrap up within one year. Um, so Jujutsu Kaisen's probably going to end within a year or two. I would probably, like, if we're going to give, I would give him some slack and some leeway because manga, you know, his breaks and stuff and you know you never know what happens so he does aim to finish Maybe this. he means a year collectively like in 364 chapters <laughs> yeah i mean that's also a possibility but yeah i feel like he's moving into his end game a little slowly maybe maybe um the calling game this whole calling game is supposed to be like the second to last arc um but yeah, it all makes sense with the pacing of this. I loved uh, just the fucking... I, one of the thing about Choso is that I also am confused, and maybe this is something, because I'm in the middle of a read-through of Jujutsu Kaisen myself, that I'll get refamiliarized with, because Choso's sudden affinity for, uh, for Itadori 
was I remember that coming out of left field a little bit, and um, I I'd, I'd like to see if that was actually true or if I just missed something in my initial read through of the series, because like it was like they were enemies, and then all of a sudden he was like my brother, you know, it was it's a uh, a weird thing, and I think it it was it does have to do with they're both technically children of Kenjaku, so yeah, uh, I think that's that's what makes it make sense, but. I don't know. I think like I I I've forgotten the context of um of Choso's like arc. So I I don't want to really like comment on it without knowing for sure. Um But yeah, Sukumo's uh sacrifice was pretty dope. Uh pretty brutal the way she went out being split in half and then converting herself into a black hole. Um Yeah. She ain't go out like no bitch. That's no, for sure. Definitely not. Um but yeah, that's all I got to say. Very interesting chapter. I can't wait to see uh, what this leads towards in two weeks because there's no jump next week. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys have any rebuttals? Anything? Uh, any last words on the chapter? No. Alrighty. No, I wish my cat would stop clawing at the door. My cat's over here eating. Anyway. Jesus. All right, let's uh, move on then. Hunter, Hunter, this is Hunter, Hunter, chapter 400. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that, actually. Secrecy is the name of the chapter. Um, Last we left off, because this is another chapter that we missed last week, because we were off. Um, The uh, Nobunaga and uh, the Haley guy, Henrik, uh, f- actually found uh, the Haley headquarters and had a little bit of a scuffle with the Haley people uh, and got a feel for their curse, uh, not curse techniques, their uh, their Nen abilities. <laughs> um, their Hatsu. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who has the ability to like transfer attacks to another place, I guess. Like if you throw a knife at him, he can make the blade come out of a soda can. Uh, there's another guy who creates toy soldiers out of Nen. Uh, so, you know, they got a gauge for some of them and they were able to escape uh, the... the well, they were actually forced out. Oh, yeah, they were forced out um, by the uh, toy soldier guy. Um, so uh, they decided to split off and uh, look into other leads. Um, this chapter starts off with uh, Finks and and Phaeton uh, looking at the... Uh, the transmitter to find out exactly where on the ship the Haley headquarters is. Um, they said they're, they're in the middle of this like big, um, I guess shopping complex. And, um, they're, they said that it's like a hundred to 200 meters away, but they're, they can't be because they're in a big open space. So they figure they're either above or below them. Um, after a lot of dialogue and reuniting with Nobunaga, um, they realize that they are in uh, tier two, actually, that they have the highest chance of being in tier two, uh, which makes sense because the uh, boss of the Haley of the um, G of the Haley, right? They're uh, they're high class, so it makes sense for them to be in the second tier. So they start kind of like talking about their their strategy. Um, Phaeton is like, we should go straight to the Char headquarters and. Um, and Nobunaga insists that they probably take Franklin with them because they don't know how many people there are. Uh, and it'd be best not to be um, 
uh, ambushed or taken by surprise. Um, mm. Actually nervous. That they might he's acknowledging that there might be a situation that could be a little too much. Yeah, they're developing their abilities, and it might help to have Franklin with us. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, at that point, we then cut back to the princes for the first time since the hiatus came back. Right, we haven't spent much time with them. Um. We start off with the um, what's her face? <laughs> I this is a prince. I don't really super remember i i know he has like a specific she has a specific name that uh fuck uh, shit <laughs> fuck i just i just fucking, i just read it too yeah um, shit i'll look into it i'll look into it you talk about the cult one yeah yeah the is this a this is a boy they said because it's he a, says him i'm not sure Anyway, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. There you <laughs> go. Thank you. Yeah, Ty- that's Prince what it Tyson. was. Um, yeah, it's a girl. They referred to the, they explained that they referred to them all as princes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm a female, obviously. Yeah. Uh, okay. So basically, uh, she has these guys there that, um, like her bodyguards, she has them acting out characters that they like, I think. Um, so, yeah, there's that. There's um, Kurapika's teacher, who I forget his name right now, but he's the guy who's watching after Tyson um, and mm-hmm. is trying to figure out a way to use um, Tyson's ability to get the king to call off the succession battle. Um, so Izunavi is his name. Izunavi, yeah. And uh, she's basically, he basically asks her, is like, hey, uh, are you, uh, were you able to distribute the book that you use, basically, I guess, her book? Um, I don't know what her book does specifically. I don't know if you guys remember it all, but. It's like her cult thing. It's like um, people who read it get converted to her, mm. to her cause. Okay. So basically, his bet is that like he could get the prince to read the king to read it, and thus get the king to cancel the the succession battle. Um, and through a little bit of dialogue, they explained that like she tried to get her, she tried to get him the book, but uh, who knows if it actually got to her. Um, we then cut over to ten uh, ten, the room ten ten, where like Kacho and um, uh, Fugetsu. I guess like their joint place um, with Fugetsu and Kacho. Kacho was recently killed off because I think if you try to leave the boat in your prince, you get, you just like die or something. And uh, sh- she learned the hard way, but she was resurrected in the form of like this Nen spirit thing. So yeah, I think it's the Nen beast. Like what, what was it exactly? I think it was a Nen beast, right? It was the product of a Nen beast. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was uh, Kacho's. Oh yeah. 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 She's a died. Nen beast. The one who died. It, Kacho, her yeah. Nen beast if either one of them died, the other one would become yeah. a Nen beast. That's one oh, or the other. Yeah. yeah. That was, but, I, and I think it was Kacho's ability. It was part of her ability. It sounded like that. Cause she could also like, like affect the doors. I'm not, it was something like that. Like the first print, or not the first prince. Um, the one with the darker hair, she could open the doors. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Fugetsu. the one that passed away. Yeah, Fugetsu is the one that opened the doors, and I think Kacho can um, determine where they lead to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now Fugetsu can like go that. through, can open a door and go through it. Yeah, all around. Yeah. In any way, in any case, they're talking about this whole thing with Melody there in the room and uh, this guy from the Justice Bureau. Um, and yeah, basically, they're trying to find a way to use this advantage because uh, everybody thinks that Kacho is dead at this point. So, and she's obviously technically not. So, they're trying to figure out a way to use that to their advantage. Um, and uh, they mentioned that Melody uh, has been called to. Uh, to talk to the princes uh, for one thing to play her song which is a nan- her nan ability uh, but also to kind of interrogate her because they know that this nan ability was used in conjunction with the um, with the attempted assassination uh, on a prince I believe so yeah they're just like well we want you to go in there and we want you to play your song and uh, while they're blacked out from the from the playing of the song, we'll come in and uh, assassinate them. We'll drop poison into their mouths while they're blacked out. Um, and if it doesn't work, then they'll die. But you know, if it works, you know, some princes get knocked off. Um, so at this point, Melody herself is just like, "Is this like a trap?" Because he calls, he just says, uh, "Like Melody, I'm in love with you," and he just says this all with too straight of a face for her to be like. Yeah, okay, buddy. Uh, is this a trap? Is he trying to manipulate me? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Kacho goes off to, I guess, uh, to meet up with Fugetsu and let her know uh, of the information that they learned, sans her being dead. Um, and they they go through the, uh, the... The Justice Bureau guy goes to the VIP witness protection area and he talks to Mr. Steiner and asks him that uh, if they, if one of the princes come through here to press this button, uh, or the prince's men or the royal army comes through here, press the button, and um, yeah, it's a whole lot of jargon. I didn't really understand all this <laughs> stuff, to be honest. Uh, it's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Kacho meets up uh, back at uh, Fugetsu's room and she finds a door in her bed. And that's where we learn, as Brian mentioned earlier, that Fugetsu now has the ability to open doors and decide where they go and return through them. Um, but all this uh, use of her ability seems to have like tired her out. She's like, she looks like she hasn't slept in days. It's not looking good for Fugetsu. Um, and, uh, and, what's her face uh kacho is trying to warn her of like hey you maybe you should take it easy uh this doesn't look good you don't look good right now and uh fugetsu just grabs her arms and is like i know that you've been protecting me now it's my turn um so you know after a certain point fugetsu uh, not fugetsu um kacho convinces fugetsu to just get a little bit of rest um and fugetsu does so she basically passes out um so, yeah, after all this, uh, as uh, Melody is walking down the hallway at some point, uh, he passes, she passes through uh, by Fugetsu, and she's just being, like, stalked by these fucking spirits. It's real creepy. Um, and uh, Melody's like, Fugetsu's aura is so weak, and she's being, fu- she's mentally unstable, and evil spirits are being attracted to her. 
uh, this isn't good. So, you know, her life is obviously in danger from the constant use of her nan ability. Um, and, uh, yeah, Melody arrives at the uh, interrogation spot. The third prince is there, and uh, he asks her one thing. He's like, I have two requests. I'd like to hear your song again, and I'd like to you to take this as a token of, uh, as proof of my respect, which is one of the coins that he manufactures using his Nen Beast. Um, mm. I forget what they do. I don't know if they their effect has really been revealed yet. Um, it hasn't been revealed yet. Cool. No. Okay, so uh, at the same time, I believe she's also interviewed uh, by the uh, by Vantine, who is a representative for uh, Serendich, if that's how you mm. pronounce his fucking name. Uh, and he says Serednik. that it's Serednik. 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 And uh, he tells her that like his highness would like you to would like to invite you to his headquarters. Uh, would you accept? And he's like, ah, it's not my call, really. I don't. I uh, I'm protecting some other people, so I can't really just bounce. Um, so she's like, I think we can negotiate here. And um, the guy is like, kind of. She senses doubt and confused uh, confusion from the guy. Uh, so she's like, hmm, the fourth prince isn't behind this either. So three more to go. Um. And then we cut back to um, them at the Melody with the Justice Bureau guy. Um, he's like, even if you play at the the banquet, you don't think he'll fall. We should follow through with our plan. And she's like, no, uh, we don't know. We we shouldn't fucking do anything until we know who's behind uh, Prince Fugetsu's changes. So we have to find out what's going on with her before we do anything. Um. So she's like. Um, she, I think she tells the guy to go see Kurapika and tell him everything because he's the only trustworthy person there. Um, so, you know, Melody's just trying to, like, figure out who the fuck did it. And meanwhile, we cut back over to um, to room 1014 Kurapika. where Kurapika is. And, um, Kurapika, Kurapika is drowning <laughs> in an endless sea. Uh, and uh, he says that... Um, <laughs> I will. I can. Uh, I don't need divin- divination. Will you agree to our contract? And uh, Kurapika agrees yes, and that he will uh, cooperate with Prince Tubepa, which I believe is the fifth prince. Mm-hmm. That's the scientist prince. Yeah, right. Yes. Fifth prince. And uh, that's where the. Cha- huh? It's actually a female, too. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the chapter ends for a long time as Hunter Hunter is. Wow. Back on hiatus, baby. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Hunter, so can I go first? Yeah, go for it, Brian. All right. So, can we not have a moment of silence at the end? <laughs> I just want to. I want to celebrate the series first before I before I I leave it one last time for however long it's gone. All right. Um. So. Hmm. How do I start? (laughs) All right. So this, the last few chapters uncovered a lot. Um, First things first. um, We kind of get a glimpse as to what um, Nobunaga's Hatsu might entail with his whole sword extension thing that he did. 
Um, but he seems pretty confident without his sword, which is also very interesting. Um, and when it comes to the Haley hideout, boy, do I have a theory for you guys. Theory I haven't Brian, seen most people. Well, maybe theory maybe Brian. somebody has talked about it already, and I just haven't noticed or I haven't seen it anywhere. But it's all you, Brian. I have a theory that um the uh ne- the Haley hideout is actually inside of Morena in a Nove style Hatsu where um she can she allows her followers to enter her domain essentially um and the trap doors are what allows them to enter Morena Morena's pl- space um my theory is because um a lot of what the hideout entails is that Morena has to be close. There is, and it's also entailing that those space is made of Nen or at least reinforced with Nen. So my theory for why the base is made out of, uh, made with Morena's Hatsu is one, when Nobunaga's like, all right, this, this, this Nen is actually really fucking strong. She has to be nearby. And there was this very ominous uh, look at Morena. We saw a very ominous uh, panel of Morena kind of being creepy. Yeah. The second is um, actually what? What's his name again? The 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 police officer guy. Police uh, officer guy. um, Let me see. The toy soldier guy. Hold on, I got over here. Yokutani. So Yokutani's Hatsu, which is the which is the LSRF or some shit like that. So his he has like a series of restrictions on his Nen. And one of them is that Morena has to be nearby um, in order for him to activate it. Mm. So that's already two two um, situations where Morena has to be nearby in order for it to work. Now, how do they guarantee that Morena is always nearby? The base is Morena. That's that's I feel like would be a perfect loophole because they made it a point to take uh, to take them out from the trap door as well. So that they like, obviously, you know, they could have just taken it out so they can't know where the base is. But the base moves. Mm-hmm. They, they've they've talked about it. The base fucking moves. So the base being on the move sh- could entail that it's a person carrying it, essentially. Maybe not Morena, but maybe it is Morena, which would make sense. So I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I caught on so to, to him. She could grant abilities and create this Hatsu. What yeah. is Hatsu again? Hatsu is, um, it's a, it's Nen abilities. It's just, it's the way, it's the in series way of saying Nen abilities, essentially. Oh, okay. So Bungie Gum is a Hatsu like uh, right 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 um so that would mean that morena is a emitter essentially because you know she's granting people powers no um emitter nov is an emitter so uh, um his whole castle thing that's emission um so that means if she's gonna make a base like that it would probably have to be emission all right no. I don't have anything to dispute it, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right, on to, on to my, my next point. Um, 
when it comes to the Tababe. Oh, actually, no, no, I'll, I'll get on to Tababe. So Tababe um, is the scientist, um, is the scientist prince mm-hmm. who is actually in working with Saradnik. So that brings probably, I'm not sure if it's unintentional or not, but this just brought Kurapika closer to an encounter with Saradnik. Um, probably, and it probably isn't going to end well if Saradnik is, has gotten marginally better at Nen, considering what we've seen him do already. Bro, he's got um, two Nen beasts already. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the one that, that was given to him, and he's got one he just conjured up from being an asshole. <laughs> No, I'm dead ass. I know. No, that's how he conjured it up. That's what the lady said, right? He's like, it just out of pure nasty, pure spite and anger. But yeah, like (laughs) it just, it just appeared and looked like, looked so creepy. Yeah. So I, I just wonder what Kurapika stands to gain from partnering with Tabape, unless he actually did know somehow that Tabape is partnered with Saradnik. Um, so I just wonder, like, what do you guys have any ideas of what she could bring to the table to um, Kurapika and um, Prince Wobble or whatever the fucking baby's name is? Yeah, science, I guess, I, science, Research. science, but, but I feel like Kurapika knows more, more about Nen than anybody in that. But does he know floor. about the does he know about earth science? <laughs> You're right, my chemistry. Bad. That's true. But they're at sea, though. They're at sea, though. What will Earth science do you? No, he doesn't. I don't don't think Karapika does. I think all he cares about is um, the eyes. Yeah. Everything else is secondary. Yeah, I don't really know if he has, like, any knowledge. He doesn't have it. I don't know if he has any knowledge that Serenic is working with Tubepa. But, I, I mean, on a base level, it's protection for his prince, you know? Like an ally who's a baby and can't protect herself at all. Um, so there's that. I, uh, I I don't know. I feel like this is something that Karapika has probably thought of before. And uh, and maybe before the hiatus stuff uh, <laughs> is just something that slipped our minds. Because there's a lot of fucking information to remember for this arc. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I'll do some sure. research. Um. But after like no maybe next week I'll have like an update. Yeah. Um were those all your thoughts? Do you have any other thoughts on the show? Um, let's see. So the sudden interest in Melody. I feel like that's pretty interesting. It seems like Melody's whole performance kind of put her on the map in front of all the princes, and now they probably want her on her on their side. Mm-hmm. Um because of the nature of it. So she has a lot of potential to kind of turn shit around for people, kind of put lull people into her own onto other people's side and kind of act as kind of a bargaining chip, I think. So her ability is actually a lot more powerful in this arc than I originally thought. Yeah, I would think that because they mentioned that they wanted to try her you know, for being involved in this in this assassination attempt or whatever. 
So I think they're just trying to get a needle on to like, you know, like tying her together with what happened. Um, so that's another possibility. I don't know if they really want her on their side so much as they're trying to catch her and prove and prove her guilt or her corroboration with something. But ah, oh, okay, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. But I guess those are all my thoughts for now. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have plenty more later. Because nice. I love this series so much. Um, Josh, and I'm sad you, that it's gone. Josh, what did you think? Well, aside from the immense sadness and disappointment that I found on the last page, this was a dense chapter. And I mean, Hunter x Hunter is generally dense. But um, it was, I guess, a little plot points that was touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any big theories, to be honest. I mean, the whole char ar Haley stuff is interesting with the night troop. But keeping it a stack, I'm much more interested in the secession battle. So it was cool that they brought it back. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if she... I, I don't know if she's being attacked by another prince. She being... Um, not Kacho, the sister. Fugetsu? Yeah, uh, Fugetsu. I don't know if she's being attacked or this is just her own aura, like attracting this shit. I think it's her. She just seems really interested. I think it's her own aura. Right, right. I don't think she's being attacked. It's just weird. I don't. I I mean, there are. She got like that. She doesn't. She doesn't know her sister's dead. Maybe she did find that out. Maybe she knows. So there's there's two things. Um. So there were a bunch of Nen creatures on this in this area before in general? I, that weren't Nen beasts. Yeah, it was really revealed earlier. But these could be Nen beasts that are being conjured that are being targeted that she's being targeted by. Um so that those are two options. These can't be um Nen beasts that are given to you by the um succession board though. So these are targeted these are created by uh, somebody, probably, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, so we that's partially what Melody is trying to figure out, is who the fuck is going after Sugetsu right now. Hmm. All right. Well, any other, uh, any other thoughts, Josh? Nah, man. I don't want to fucking talk anymore about this. I'm really sad. I hope it's not another few years. Hopefully just a couple months or something like that. Yeah, um, I I also really enjoyed this chapter, even though it was like really dense and sometimes it's it's tough for me to remember details for Hunter Hunter just because there's so many characters, so many chapters, so many so much dialogue that you know full of information and exposition that you have to remember. But um, I I enjoy it all the way. Um, I, I uh, on the uh, hiatus, from what I understand, is uh they realized that he just, he just can't do this shit weekly. So I, I looked into the, to, uh, to the details of the hiatus. And, uh, although it is like kind of indefinite, we don't know when he's coming back. The idea is that when he comes back, it probably won't be weekly. Um, so honestly, I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'd be down if, if Hunter Hunter was just monthly, it's fine. 
Um, it doesn't have to happen. Maybe he could do more pages and, and or you know, the same amount of pages. Ashihara. More him. pages. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine the series with more pages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's what it needed. Uh, it's already dense enough. No, yeah, I mean, you know, you could Ashihara him, give him the same amount of chapter, like same amount of pages, but just like once a month. I'm okay with that. Speaking of, where the fuck is World Trigger? It comes back. It was off last month. Uh, it'll be back, hopefully. Knock on wood somewhere. Uh, it'll be back uh, next week, hopefully. That's crossed fingers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, do the Ashihara method. If if someone can't do it long term and, and they still want to do it, let them do it monthly. Um, and as long as we're getting it... Yeah, it's also like uh, Togashi's not rushing through this story at all. Like he is really no, taking his sweet fucking time. Really he is mad. taking his time, yeah. and I love that. I'm fine with it series. too, obviously. But it's also like it, there is something commendable about him being like, "I'm telling my story." What is it? Is it his spine also? It's his spine. Yeah, I think it's his spine that's really fucked up. Jesus, man, how's your spine, Chris? My spine's okay. <laughs> Wait, what? My okay. Is something wrong with your spine? Have I not known that there's something no, wrong with your I spine? I think I'm fine. I think Josh is just checking in on my spine. <laughs> How's your spine, Josh? Hey, we should all do. We should do month, we should spine do, check. Spine check. Doctor. Yeah, we should do a monthly spinal check. So monthly just, spinal check. Everybody's spine and check. <laughs> is everybody's spine good? <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt the podcast real quick, guys, but uh just want to make sure everybody is everybody's spine doing oh, all right. Is your shit aligned? We have to <laughs> we have to do <laughs> we have to, <laughs> your chair got lumbar right support. Yeah, the podcast is on hold for a quick spinal check. <laughs> just How's, a quick spinal check. Are you are you guys really friends if you don't check on your friends' spines? Always check on your friends' spines. Uh, all right. Well, I don't have many thoughts on Hunter Hunter. It is very sad, and I hope it comes back soon. And um, and Togashi, uh, of course, is in good health while doing it. Um, I'd honestly, like, it's always the goaded ones that are that deal with the most <laughs> stress with their health and stuff. And um, I, I wish nothing but yeah. health uh, for Togashi. Um, already a Hall of Famer in terms of manga. <laughs> uh, so all right, real quick. Kuga versus Karapika. Who you got in a fight? Yuma Kuga versus Karapika? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, it's an incompatible thing. Their power systems are incredibly different. I guess. And Karapika put the Phantom Troop uh, ability on him? No, not the chain one. That's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think, uh, I think, I think Yuma. I'll take. Yuma. I think yeah. I think Kurapika could just loses yeah, think, without that. I think Kuga would yeah would probably just dice him up. I mean, yes. Kurapika could fight though too. Is yeah. not. But the thing about I Kuga, I just can't compete. Yeah, but and they're he, like, he would have to be able to break his his Trion body too. They're like you know, legitimately he could use the chain, but it would only affect the Trion body. He would have to do it twice. Yeah. The the thing about Yuma is that like somebody in World Trigger is like he's just, he just finds the most efficient way to kill you. And just does it. He figures it out if you can't take him out in time. All of Yuma, all of Yuma's most like deadliest kills were just like that. He just comes out of nowhere and he just takes you out. <laughs> um, I think Kuga versus Killua would be a better matchup. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Killua's kind of lame. Sorry, fans. Sorry, yeah, fans of Killua, but 
He's kind of like he's kind of whack. What do you mean? He's fucking awesome. He used to be that nigga. Now stop the slander. Going. Stop the Kilo is slanger slander. Kilo is cool. He he's cooler than Gone. That's for sure. He's what? He's cooler he than Gone. Dude, whose ability was a floating hand. Kilua? Yeah, remember he lost. Are we the thinking shoot. the same guy? Yeah, he lost the shoot. Remember shooting Naku? Oh, he lost to the hand guy. Yeah, he lost to the fucking hand guy. <laughs> Whatever, man. Anyway, I don't have anything else to say about Hunter Hunter. Um, Me neither. Let's let's move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 346, 5 Zetin. Um, last we left off, I believe this is another series that was just off last week. Because uh, uh, last we left off, we were uh, the the five of these Zetin, um, or five of the, um, the Reusen Seven, uh, were, co- uh, were confronting the paladins that recently arrived at the Land of Sun, along with the giant five-headed dragon. Uh, that they have resurrected. Uh, one of them, the I guess the Kempachi of the group, this berserker lady, um, just uh, com- came out of nowhere and attacked the sister. Um, this, uh, the battle continues onward as they sick the giant five-headed dragon at them, and uh, we then cut over to a flashback to the point where uh, the shogun basically tells them all about the paladins and their abilities and all that stuff and tells them that like they're going to, they're going to release the five headed dragon. And, uh, that's, that's, uh, they should be here in the morning and, uh, they should be like, well, well, we should take care of them right now. But the Shogun's like, nah, we'll save the people first. Um, if we fight them right now, then there's going to be casualties for sure. So we should evacuate the nearest town and then we should do our thing then. Um, so, yeah, they're like, well, they're going to, one of the, uh, the, I think the lightning girls, like, they're going to have the five-headed dragon, but that's a legendary monster that pretty much destroyed the land of sun, right? And uh, and he's like, yeah, I, it, it's the biggest, baddest enemy ever, but I believe in you. If anyone can take them down, it's you guys. And uh, that invigorates the squad. Uh, they all take on a head of the five-headed dragon, uh, the, the crazy lady one uh has snow yojutsu uh who turns herself into a silver fox it's pretty cool uh the uh big strong guy is of course an earth yojutsu user he does a big giant buddha statue punches this fucking dragon straight in the mouth also pretty awesome not gonna lie yes, sir. uh the uh guy with the ninja mask is uh, a wind yojutsu user uh he cuts up uh one of the dragon's heads pretty fast uh, pretty dope, and of course we know the lightning yojutsu user comes in and uh, right, you know, does lightning at it, destroys her thing, and now obviously uh, Ichika with her dark j- yojutsu just beheads the fucking dragon all cash. Jeez, um, just like were these dragons supposed to be an obstacle or something? They were supposed to be an obstacle. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. They they were they were essentially henchmen. Yeah, no, I mean these that were, is these were, go- they were goombas. <laughs> they were goombas, basically. Um, 
But yeah, uh, the chapter ends with uh, the paladin sister being like, oh, these are the strongest people? That's incredible. Um, and Ichika... <laughs> Not stronger than us, but you know, wow. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I guess we're going to have to probably get serious. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if we maybe. feel like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, this is the end of the chapter as uh, Ichika is like, Lord Ryuya believes in us, so the Ryuzen 7 will never yield. You will yield. I bet. <laughs> At some point, this, these guys are going to make you yield. But that's the end of the chapter. Um, Josh, what do they you are. think about this chapter? Yeah, I, I, I like this chapter a lot. Um, it's quick and to the point mm-hmm. <clears throat> without it being 11 pages. Shut. Anyway, shut, um, shut, shut. Wow. man, the way they all pulled out their pa- yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. The way they all pulled their powers out, like Power Rangers, to, to smoke these these culturally significant dragons. I mean, it was important. Mm-hmm. They 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 played a crucial role in the history of that country. This is true. And they tried to they tried to stir up fear and and past trauma. And these niggas said, "Nah, <laughs> we're not scared of you." Let's, let, yeah, let's show you how busy we really mm, get. Take this Buddha statue and, you know, fist. It's only yeah, right? I mean, that was actually that was really the coolest one. Honestly, that was the most impressive one. Yeah. He turned into a big boo. Mm. <laughs> Sengoku wishes. Mm. Right? You heard me. Sengoku wishes. Sengoku wishes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and also say the Jesus man uh hunter association gramps himself. Wishes Netsuro. he had a giant, uh, yes, Netsuro. He wishes he had an earth yojutsu giant king of wisdom, yeah, instead of hey, theoretical fuck. palms. I wish I had one, <laughs> theoretical palms that would have bet that would have beat Meruim, yeah. This giant statue, Brian confirmed it with me before the podcast, yeah. He did I heard the math, I heard him say that. No, he told you that's good, yeah. so yeah. No, sarcasm aside, uh, it's just, I'm excited about these guys, but I also know that know. this guy that hasn't talked yet, <laughs> out of the three, <laughs> there's one that hasn't said a word, <laughs> and he's going to be the one <laughs> to do it to them. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get irritated about something. He's going to have some type of personality that Asta's going to hate. <laughs> Just don't forget, guys. This is Asta's fight. Yeah. They're only holding it down until he learns his new special move. No, Quite literally. It's, hey, you know, Shonen's Shonen. Shonen's going to Shonen. Yeah, at least they all look cool before they get smoked. Uh, Brian, how... <laughs> How'd you feel about this chapter? I like this chapter a lot. This was actually my, this wasn't my second runner up, but I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, I didn't think much of this chapter because this is just build up for Austin to show up. <laughs> this is the, this is the, oh, look at how cool they are before they get fucked up and Asta shows up to save the day. Yeah, I mean, so, this wind guy looks so menacing. I do like the wind guy, right? He but said, you know, it's not he enough. Said, it's not enough, though. Yeah, it is really cool. 
I'd like to think that he can definitely kill one of the paladins. But I also know that's not going to be the case. Yeah. Call um, me jaded. Hey, I'm jaded too. Prove those are all my <laughs> those are all my thoughts, honestly. I don't have much to say because this is just a a very this is a this is a very um uniform black clover chapter. Asa's training, people are fighting, people are eventually gonna get their ass beat, and then Asa's gonna show up and be like, I'm gonna be wizard king because I protect people. And yeah. then they're gonna be like, oh shit, yo, he really means business. <laughs> <laughs> He's been training this whole time. Okay, guys. Are these two people the same character? The lightning girl and the ice fox girl? Are they the same person? No, because uh, the the lightning girl is like a fun, uh, bubbly type. But she's just uh, more of a, like a crazy berserker lady. Oh, there is a distinction. There is a lot of crossover is with a crossover? that. crossover? Uh, there is. There is a lot of a lot of crossover with that archetype all, all jokes aside but it is distinctive enough so i do appreciate that chris okay. i know archetypes. it's crazy because for the for the faithful listeners they they still have no fucking clue when i'm being serious or not i know they have to wait I, hey i mean sometimes yeah. i don't know i'm being dead <laughs> ass. sometimes i have to take a second i have to double take because like is he serious um mm. Well, um, I, I really like this chapter, too. This was the uh, other series tied uh, for the really good chapter of the week with Juju wow. and Kaisen. Um, it, we didn't get a whole lot, but that was my fault. Uh, I did put this poll up six hours ago, so uh, I'll take responsibility. <laughs> my bad. But uh, we got a tie this week with Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover for a really good chapter of the week. Um, and uh, look, we, we joke about how we see what's coming coming. I'm just a, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just here. Yeah, I'm here for the ride too. That's why. I As a part in my life it. where I would have been like, "Here we go," you know, like I would have been more upset about it. But you know, I've come to a real, uh, real uh, Zen place with Black Clover, and I'm accepting it for what it is. And I'm just, I'm just here to see the cool character designs and cool powers, and uh, I wait for Asta to come by. Uh, I don't really have a other things to say the earth guy is so cool but i like earth as a like if you have an elemental ability earth power is always uh, that's cool i like earth a lot too but i guess i'd have to stick to water yeah earth and air, water or air. either or my uh, actual element i guess based on my horoscope is i will sign is air i'm an air sign yeah i'm a water what sign. do you yeah oh yeah you're um cancer, cancer? I'm a cancer. What about you, Brian? It's your birthday again. Uh, You're a Virgo? I'm a Virgo, yeah. So it's Earth? I That's think. Earth. Yeah. Oh, wow. But all different elements. There's no yeah. fire. Mm. No fire. Hey, we all, there's only three of us. <laughs> uh, anyway. Leo is a fire one, right? I think Leo is fire, right? Fuego Leon! Fuego Leon! <laughs> oh, he's Spanish now. Yes. Yeah, Fuego Leon is fire lion. If you really want to Mero Leon was I don't know what I don't know what that That's is. That's pretty lit. Fuego Mer- Leon. Mario Leona. Anyway. I deserve. Mario Leona? 
Isn't that something? No, Mero means I deserve. It's I thought it was oh. Mario. Mario Leona. Yeah, Mario. Alright. Nausea? Are they really a Spanish fire family? Is that what's <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe like it's Fuego like... Fuego Leon is sounds pretty Maybe Spanish. it's Italian. Yeah, maybe it's Italian. It could be Italian for all we know. What is Mar- Mero Leona? <laughs> Definitely. The Spanish fire family. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. It's a made up name. All right. Well, yeah. with that being said, I think that's it. I don't really have much else to say. I, I really like this chapter. Uh, I'm excited for the next one in two weeks. God damn it. Every time I remind myself there's no jump next week, I'm bummed out. But we will have monthlies, though. We do, we do have monthlies. We'll get into next week and Chainsaw Man next week. And questions. And questions. We'll have time for questions. We'll do that. Um, but without further ado, I suppose we should move on then. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 141, uh, Face to Face, uh, alternate title. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. So last we left off, uh, Gina get get fucked, Autumn. (laughs) That's a spoiler. I mean, whatever. Uh, Last we left off, uh, Gina awakened her her uh, unchange abilities, and uh, is now using them on Autumn, Um, and she basically one shots Autumn. Uh, with her unchanged, using her unchanged sword, uh, basically creating a giant sword out of the frozen in space and time part of water uh, raindrops that she is using with her negation to stop from changing. And she just makes a giant fucking sword that splits the heavens and down through the earth, uh, strong as hell, broken fucking power. Um he made she made Autumn say what? This. Huh? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I guess this is my life. And uh Autumn this can't be. Yeah, this can't be dead. Um so yeah, she's uh the fucking Autumn's dead. Mission is accomplished. Uh Fuko and uh Gina reunite as Fuko's book disintegrates. Uh, and she's like, you did it. Uh, so, you know, it all worked out. Uh, and, uh, Fuko starts crying at this prospect. She's like, oh, thank you, Miss Gina. And she's like, I don't like that. That was the past me. And this is the current me, right? So I'd rather you just call me Gina. Um, cute moment. So, you know, as they walk back into the headquarters, you know, Gina is now sporting her, like, look of the future, I guess, where she's more relaxed and not in super preppy schoolgirl mode. Um, we return to Ichika, or Ichiko and uh, Nico. Ich- Ichiko. Oh, now I understand their name is Ichiko, Nico. Ichi is one, Nico, Ni is Ni. two. Ichiko, Nico. One two. San, what's the daughter's Sanko name? San something. It, I don't. I don't think that's her name. Maybe it could be Sanko. If it's Sanko, then I'm like, wow, I'm late. <laughs> Mizu. 
I think it's Miko. Now that I remember. No, Brian, no. could you look up Nico's daughter's name from Undead Unlocked? How do you spell Nico? N-I-C-O. N-I-C-O. Uh, anyway, uh, Ichiko and Nico are are yelling at each other. You know, uh, Nico is trying to get her to get some sleep, and uh, obviously Ichiko is unsleep. Miko. So I knew it. Uh, Ichiko is unsleep, so she can't sleep. Um, so Fuko tries something different. She's like, Huh, she takes the soul caliber artifact uh, and uh, just extracts the soul from Ichiko's body and uh, it then, you know, just like leaves it out there um, and is basically like, Well, I used this to extract your soul, and seeing as how negation abilities are attached to the soul, removing the soul would also remove the unsleep and would allow the body to sleep while she could just hang around here. So, yeah, Ichigo's like, Oh, Nico's like, Oh my God. Thank you. Thank goodness, Ichiko. And uh, Ichiko as a soul is watching all this. Uh, Nico can't see Ichiko, uh, who's, you know, he, he can't see her as a soul. Um, and Fuko mentions it that, um, that uh, hey, Nico, uh, Ichiko's watching, his soul is watching you. And then at that moment, she's just like, uh, Nico just like throws her to the side. He's like, "Drop dinner, you worthless jerk." Uh, it was a funny little moment. No. Um, so yeah, the big scientist dude comes through and he's like, "I know it hasn't been long since the autumn battle, but it's time to move and capture uh, unavoidables negator, Mister Void." Um, so he's like, "How are we gonna do that? I mean, the guy's a world boxing champ, isn't he? How are we gonna find him and make him join us?" Um. So uh, Fuko's like, I have an idea, um, and everybody's like, Are you sure? Is it gonna is it gonna be an unreasonable idea? And Gina's like, It'll be a okay, Uncle Nico. The fight with Autumn went well, didn't it? And Fuko comes up with the best plan. So I believe in her. Uh, and then we cut over to the boxing promotion uh, in Las Vegas uh, as Void is like talking about how his opponent ran away. And he's like, Uh. I'm just glad I didn't have to knock his block off. But then uh, somebody passes through his security, and it's Fuko. Fuko pulls up and is like, Void Volks, I, your belt is as good as mine, and basically challenges Void to a boxing match. Uh, oh, but she's a fight. Hajime no Fuko. Yo, she's about to <laughs> fuck this nigga up. Something crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's where the chapter ends. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? What was man was I impressed by the easy mode GG stunned you <laughs> move Gina put on Autumn. He died instantly and it took them so many chapters. Yeah, the last time. Um, she's the real deal. And honestly, the fact that she lost so early in the series was a fucking miracle. Yeah. I think they got lucky. Oh yeah. Something about air hole. Yeah, that shit was crazy. He ended up killing her. Andy had to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, they killed her. This and is Boyd. really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking how, like, this is so cool for Fuko. Like, she, when they had that moment about her feeling sorry for, Fuko feeling sorry for Andy, like, after that happened and she was holding her uniform up, that was, you know, I actually do remember that from a really long time ago. And, you know, every time someone passed away and she had this overly dramatic reaction, 
I'm not going to say it was annoying, but it feels like, wow, it's really getting paid off now mm-hmm. because she's actually able to make changes now that she has another chance. This is this is almost surreal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way she's trying to play the game and but play this game, you know, and make all the right moves for the knowledge she has. It's just like one of these too good to be true things, and I don't want it to not be true. I, I love this. I know they're going to eventually hit a really – you know they're gonna there has to be some more conflict eventually yeah you know it can't be this easy i just yeah it's, it's been pretty easy i just i've just been enjoying it though i'm not mad about how it's been happening or executed mm-hmm. cool i like the character interactions and how it's like a different spin mm-hmm. i appreciate this series i'm really glad that we read it i'm really glad the audience wanted us to read it because mm-hmm. it looks so cringe at first yeah. I would never ever have read this. <laughs> <laughs> never. I would have looked at never. that shit like I looked at Blue Ocean or whatever the fuck else be up, up there like Blue Ocean. This another something with blue in it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I uh, I also love this chapter a lot. One thing I will comment because I, we talked about Foucault's development a lot, but I guess Three holdings. Frijoles. Did you say frijoles? Why? Well, I like free fried beans and I like undead unluck. Fair. Um, no, I I think uh one one of the one of the cool features of this like reboot thing they did here was um allowing us to kind of spend time with characters in uh that we haven't in the first time around. You know, with Void and Gina and Nico where they're much more prominent characters this time around than they were in the previous loop. Uh, it took us a long time to get Nico's backstory the first time. So I feel like they're yeah. doing it in reverse where we're getting the characters that we're less familiar with um, and spending time with them to round out the cast in a more real way. Um, right. I think it's a, it's a really smart thing. And it's pretty cool. Um, it's just a, another cool opportunity because they could have just like, linked her up with Andy right away again. Uh but they didn't. They're taking like the 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 scenic route and really just exploring characters that we didn't get a chance to spend a lot of time with uh up to this uh-huh. point. So uh I'm excited to see where it goes with Void. He's the character we spent almost no time with cuz he died pretty immediately after being introduced. Yeah, very early. Uh so I'm I'm very into it. So um but that's all I got to say really about Undead Unlock. Uh, a solid chapter overall. Oh, I do love the little moment with uh, Ichiko and Nico and uh, and Fuko using the uh, the soul caliber to extract the soul and allow her to sleep. Yeah. Um, I thought that whole moment was very sweet. Um, and uh, I'm I'm into it. Uh, but with that I thought you said ho moment for a second there. Damn, Brian. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, are you uh, ready to close this out, Josh? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to close this out. Ooh. Are you ready, Brian? User. All right, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram. At New Gem City Josh on Twitter. Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow, uh, Watch his streaming sometimes. I don't know when he streams. But he should neither let, do I. He should let people know <laughs> um, 
but uh, I guess you're supposed to follow him on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. O-O-L. That's what he's streaming. Yeah. Um, so do that. Uh, follow the show at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Next week, we'll do a, we'll, we'll try to do a little, uh, a couple of the questions, uh, you know, just to, because we'll have time. Next week, we'll probably have like three series, four series. Oh, also, Brian elected to give us the extensive background of his WoW um, playing days. His what? My what? His WoW playing days. I never played WoW. <laughs> you know what it is, so you definitely. I know what it is, but I've never played it. Nah, you know, bro. You know, you you are LOL. I know. WoW I know what it is. I've just <laughs> never played it. And you, you stream that, and you need to stop. I playing. don't stream it. I stream League, maybe. Actually, I've never WoW. streamed League. Well, you wish. Anyway, um, do that. Yeah, questions next week. Let's hear them. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast, please. Like and share. Engage with the show, please, because we took a week off, and I feel like the algorithm hates us now. Uh, So please, uh, please engage with the show if you like the show. If you want to see us grow, uh, that would be super fucking cool. Um, You can. subscribe to us on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts uh we're pretty much everywhere the audio version of the podcast usually goes up first because it is the easiest to edit <laughs> i could get it out pretty quickly um oh uh the poll it goes up usually on sundays uh, a couple hours after the jump chapters are officially released on viz uh depending on how uh, forgetful i am on the day uh, i always try to get it out way earlier than i did this week but uh, hey things happen but yeah i believe this was our, the last show of the year for 2022 fun way to close it out yeah next week uh we'll be back it's the day after new year so uh, i'm uh excited for that thank you guys so much for listening and uh hey stay safe new jump citizens happy new year happy new year y'all. peace out happy new year